Welcome to the Force of Habit podcast, a kick-ass space for the woman of color on her journey to becoming the most powerful version of herself. Here, we talk all things mindset, routine, and transformation. I'm your host, Chantel Taylor, nutritionist and weight loss coach. Come hang out with me, girl. Grab your headphones or blast me on your morning commute. This space is just for you. Here we grow. What's up, ladies, and welcome, welcome back to a brand new episode of Force of Habit. I hope you guys had an incredible weekend. If you needed to be productive, I hope you got some amazing-ish done. If you needed to rest, I really hope you got some really amazing rest in. I had a little mix of both. Um, we just celebrated one month being in our, our new house, which is pretty cool. And obviously just getting things together still and probably (laughs) will be for the rest of the year. I went a little crazy with the home projects this past weekend. Our beds finally got here. We've been... (laughs) We've been sleeping on air mattresses for the last few weeks, uh, but I'm not gonna lie, I have been getting in. I don't know what how they make like air mattresses nowadays, but I've been getting in some really great sleep. My husband hates it. <laughs> He's so happy our beds are here, but me, oh, I'm sleeping like a dang baby. I told my mom that, and she was like, "It's probably a sign you need a, a firm mattress." And I was like, "Oh, this would not." let us get a firm mattress. He would be like, okay, you're going to have to get your own bed. (laughs) Um, but I went a little crazy with the home projects this past weekend. I have always told myself that I would outsource anything like, you know, any really anything in the house. Um, but I have been having so much fun just kind of really being hands on. Like I really wanted to like get our drapes installed and like anything outside of like, rolling out a rug, I was like, we're going to have to have someone else do it because I don't trust myself. If you would have seen our apartment walls <laughs> from all of the holes that we had to fill, it was crazy. But I've been taking my time. YouTube has been a savior. And I'm also actually very handy. I just was nervous because it's our house. And I was like, if I fuck something up, then I don't want to have to pay to do it and then pay to someone to fix it plus redo it. So but I've been doing good. I've been, I've been using the toolbox. I've been, I was drilling stuff. Like I wish y'all could have seen me this weekend. Call me Telly the builder. Okay. Um, but we started over, um, when we moved into our home, like literally only thing that we packed was our clothes in the kitchen. So we've been roughing it on the air mattresses. We've been having fun building stuff. Furniture is starting to finally roll in, you know, the air mattress era is officially over, which is is bittersweet to me, but I'm excited to finally have our beds and really start putting the rooms together. I haven't done anything with the bedrooms just yet. I've just kind of been letting them be. I've really been focusing on the kitchen, the dining rooms, and my office, getting those together first because those are literally where I am like 90% of the day. And then um, starting to branch out into the living room and Bexley's room is actually coming together. But someone told me on Instagram one day, they were like, take it one room at a time. It's very hard for me to just do one room at a time, but I have been taking that advice for the most part. Like I've been getting like big pieces for each room, but I haven't been building out each room. So I'm like, I'm building out the kitchen. I'm building out the dining room, you know, building out the breakfast area. And now I would say those are like 70%, 70, 80% done. So now I'm moving on to other rooms. So if you're also moving into a new home, 
that was really great advice. And I'm a first time homeowner too. So I needed all the advice I could get. <laughs> anyway, um, this week on the potty pod, I wanted to talk about something that is extremely important for your weight loss. We had a monthly weight loss coaching call in Tutrichen last, last week, which is the call where members can raise their virtual hands and be coached directly by me on anything happening in their world as it relates to their weight loss journey. And it was such a great call. I have been missing my girls um, because of the move. I had to take some time off and I wasn't as active in um, the groups and the, the coaching calls. My team really took over and they were so amazing. But this past week, it's been like the first week I've been back back, you know, and it feels really good to just be talking to them more and all of that good stuff. And the call served as a really great reminder, the importance of mindset on your journey. You know, majority of the members were coached last in last week's call around their beliefs and how it was really directly impacting their progress. And I thought that would be a really beautiful episode to do and to talk about, you know, I think what separates me from a lot of weight loss coaches or just like nutritionists out there is the importance that I put on mindset. In Nutrition, we lead the program with a week of journal prompts all about mindset. Like we don't do anything with nutrition and food or meal planning just yet. And I know that sounds crazy. I know. But I truly believe it's how I get my members such amazing results. I make sure that their foundation is so strong and so sturdy that all of the you know, obstacles that weight loss will throw at them, they feel strong mentally to handle because it will. It's just like we expect our journeys to just be smooth sailing. Like you decide you want to lose weight and just every week, like clockwork, the weight is falling off. Now that is absolutely possible, but it's not always realistic and real life is going to hit sometimes. And if you don't know how to mentally handle that, it's going to be really difficult. And that's when people fall into the yo-yoing, you know, spiral effect. In that first week of journal prompts, we talk about, you know, the origin story of members' weight gain and their weight loss journeys, their beliefs, their relationship with food, their self-sabotaging habits, the need to compare their progress, the need to rush their progress, all of it. And, you know, a lot of members will come into the program and initially think, oh, this is not for me. They're like, where are the meal plans and the recipes? Need those ASAPs. I don't have the time to commit to all of this. And those are very normal thoughts to think when you are used to coming into your weight loss and being hammered, you know, both physically and mentally on your weight loss journey at the start. But it's so interesting because as time goes by, they always, always, always return back to those trainings because they learn how important it is to create a mindset that fuels your journey. I truly believe that every single one of you listening to this podcast knows how to lose weight. Like you aren't listening to me because you're like, hmm, I got to figure out how I'm actually going to do this. Like, you know what to do. You have a hard time doing it. Like you could spout out all of the reasons or all of the ways to lose weight or lose 20 pounds in a heartbeat. Like if I said, tell me on a sheet of paper how to lose weight, you'd be like eating a calorie deficit, exercise a little bit more, 
maybe say no to all my, you know, some of my cravings. Like you would list out lots of things that you could do, but very few of you know how to be consistent with those very things that you would list off. And that's where I come in. It's like, I always say, this is how, what I struggled with is like, I knew how to do it. I had a whole nutrition degree. (laughs) I was working as a weight loss coach. I was getting people results. And then when it, when I hit a point in my journey where I'd gained a lot of weight and it was time for me to lose that weight, I didn't know how to make myself do any of it. And a plan without action is just words on paper. It means very, very little. I think a lot of the reason so many women struggle in their weight loss is because they simply don't believe they can do it. They don't believe that it's possible for them. They're optimistic at the start of their journey because that's human nature. But when the work begins to reveal itself, there's this lack of belief that you can do the habits that it will take for you to lose weight. Or even, I should say, a lack of belief to do them consistently, because that's the real issue. It's about not believing that you can be a person who chooses not to overeat consistently. Be a person who chooses not to give in to every urge and craving. Be a person who can move their body consistently, who can put the phone down and resist the urge to scroll Instagram instead of going to bed and getting some quality sleep or drink your water even though you don't really want to. It's like you know you can do those things physically, like you can pick up a water bottle and drink water, but you likely struggle with believing you can be someone who can do them consistently. And that is a hard beast to slay and why mindset work during your weight loss journey is so freaking important. I'm a firm believer that often our weight loss journey is like a a self-improvement journey. It's not to say losing weight makes you any more worthy than you are right now. You were born worthy. You were born incredible, unique, amazing. But I do think that our weight loss journey just shines a little light on how we could be neglecting ourselves. And that tends to manifest in a physical way and not just visually. So like not just because you may physically be bigger at this weight than you were at a previous weight, because I know wholeheartedly that our weight is not a direct reflection of our health in all facets, but physically in the sense of like how your digestion is, how your energy is, how your strength is, your conditioning, but also mentally how you speak to yourself, how you show up for yourself, how you root for yourself, how you do things that are good for you, even though you might not want to in the moment, how you believe in yourself. I think it's important to do a full diagnostic when you decide to lose weight, to look at all the things that you want to improve, not just your weight, but everything, and then to come to terms with that. So day one of Sheetrician, if you ever join Sheetrician, Um, your very first day will look a little like this. We call this um, day getting real. I have members essentially list out everything about themselves as if it were a matter of fact, you know, like they could prove it in court, their weight, like what is the number on the scale? And it's so interesting because a lot of them want to lie to themselves. Like, you know, I see it all the time. Like I initially wrote down you know, a smaller weight. And then I scribbled it out and I wrote down my real weight. I had to get real. Like that is getting real, like pulling back the curtain and really looking at the boogeyman that you are scared to look at, which is sometimes your weight. 
or sometimes where you are in your life with your routine and your habits. So like I have them list out their weight, their measurements, what their routine actually is. So not how they feel about it, not the, how they feel about themselves. What is it? Like if you, you know, pulled up in a court, you would be able to prove this, you know, slam dunk to a jury. <laughs> you know, what are their habits? Like what are they? like matter of fact. And then I have them come to terms with it so that we can improve it. I think if you don't come to terms with where you are with your body, it's very hard to improve your relationship with yourself and with your weight loss and with your food. It's like a stepping stone to creating a stronger belief in yourself and your ability to lose weight because it drops the baggage that so freaking many of us hold onto that prevent us from really moving forward in our lives. It's like evidence in order to get busy creating new evidence that you can be someone who can practice weight loss habits consistently, you have to come to terms with where you are in your life. You don't have to love it. You just have to accept it so that you can move on. So many women will hold on to dear life to their past failures, all their attempts to lose weight and it's still not work, all the crashes and burns, and it prevents them from growing. It's kind of like you can't create a healthy, beautiful, fulfilling relationship if you're still hung up on your ex. You got to let that shit go. And when you let it go, you're able to welcome the idea of new possibilities. It's the same with our weight loss. Your journey to becoming someone who's fit, who's happy, who's healthy, begins with coming to terms with the fact that you are this weight. You know, you tried this many times and it didn't pan out. You have this current routine that you don't like. You do these habits that you don't like and just accepting it, not accepting it as you're settling for it. You're like, well, this is just my life, <laughs> but coming at peace with it so that you can drop the shame around it, the judgment around it, the need to hold on to, you know, your past failures and setbacks as a way to dress rehearse more failures in the future. You've got to let that shit go. The past cannot affect you in this moment unless you let it. The umpteen times you tried to lose weight and gained it back or gained back more or hit a wall and couldn't get past it cannot affect you, you listening to me right now, you today, unless you let it. The progress you make today, the wins that you can see today, the steps you can make today will not be affected by those past failures unless you decide, yes, you decide to let them. You will con yourself out of incredible milestones, incredible triumphs, and incredible progress because you can't let go of all the times you fucked up in the past. Let it go because you are directly impacting your belief that you can lose weight. Let all the failures be a teacher. Don't let them be in vain. Let them teach you something. If you gained your weight back because you restricted too much, or you overworked your body and you know you got burned out or you were doing unrealistic diets let that serve as a reminder let that teach you that you need to do something different i heard something really beautiful the other week and that was learning is simply being put in the same situation and doing something different 
That is all learning is. Same exact circumstances, different behaviors. So if you decide to lose weight and you do the same things over and over and over again, like restricting, like giving up your favorite foods, like turning into a bodybuilder in the gym overnight, you haven't learned anything. Different results require different actions. You don't have to love where you are right now. In fact, you can hate it and maybe you should hate it because not liking where you are, you being uncomfortable about where you are is a huge driver for change. Let that fuel you. Use what you have. But you not loving where you are right now in your body, in your habits, in your life, it's okay. But it shouldn't stop you from changing your future if that's what you want to do. So today, let's make a pinky promise, you'll let it go. You'll come to terms with where you are in order to create something new. Right here, right now. Like right here, whatever day it is that you're listening to this, look at the time you have decided to let go of all the past failures, all the past fuck ups, all the times you said you were gonna lose this amount of weight and you didn't, all the times you gain that shit right back plus some, it does not matter. Let it go. And until then, I'll see you next week, boo.